So hello and welcome back to the College Cheese Podcast. We're back with episode 162. It's like a baseball season, right? There's like 162 games in a season. I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't like. I don't watch sports. Yo, we're like anyway. So yeah, I'm <laughs> as always. I'm your host Al, and everybody's here. As you can see on the four parts of your screen. Yep. So yeah, we're back after like two weeks because uh, I was busy two weeks ago, and then well, last week I didn't have a monitor. So I was like, okay. So yeah, we're problem. back. We're back, and there's actually stuff to discuss and a lot of DC stuff because I feel like that's going to be a considerable chunk of it, I think. So it's a good thing Aaron's here. I've got my trusty phone. <laughs> that like, ignore it? all of it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, let's... <laughs> Let me, I should have brought this up. Uh, I'm trying to look, I'm looking at the Slack, like where in the news, like where did we leave off? Good start. Uh, I um, mean, all right, like, real quick, I'll, I'll start off with this. Apparently, Halo Infinite got delayed. I don't think we mentioned that. I don't. I think that happened during. This is a lot. We missed last episode. Yeah, so I'm mm-hmm. assuming it happened between that. Yeah. It, I mean, as a man who's not surprised about much, not surprised. I, mean, I actually you know, no, no. I take it back. I am very surprised because it looks like it's built off the same engine as the old Halo game. Did oh, Aaron get Aaron. upset and leave? No. Okay. I gotta go get my food at the door. Okay, that's fine. So yeah, like with Halo Infinite being delayed until next year, that means basically the uh, the Xbox Series X it doesn't have any first party games at launch. Which yeah. is kind of which is kind of weird. I mean, I think we've heard before that their strategy isn't necessarily. Like, I don't know what their strategy is actually, because there was a time when they said we're gonna we're pushing games, guys, but we don't care if you buy the new system. We just want you to buy Game Pass. Yeah, it's that's like it. which is weird. It's like if it's like if that's like their message, like we don't care if you buy the new console. Like, why are you making it then? No, um, it's there to relieve bottlenecks. Okay. That's what it's really for. They're relieving bottlenecks that the original Xbox One put there that um, the Series X technically fixed, but not enough people really got the Series X, and it was probably too late because they had to support the older systems. Although now, they're still talking about supporting all the older systems anyways. Yeah. Targeting, obviously, the PS... Oh, sorry. I almost said PS5. The Series X. Also... They, th- I think they need to fix their naming scheme. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, I feel like the biggest release from them as of late, like the the new Microsoft Flight Simulator, uh, came out. Mm-hmm. And apparently, a lot of people were having fun with that because apparently, it's the entire world. Obviously. So uh, the flight simulator is a hundred percent like. I mean, it's, it's, Forza, it's, it's Microsoft. Bas- it's Forza. It's Forza it's, for airplanes. It's basically take Forza for airplanes and combine it with Google Earth. Yeah. Did they say the whole world is there? Yep. Oh, and there's a lot of it. there's a lot of inconsistencies because, like, did you hear about what happened with the in Australia no. in the game? No. Apparently, because no. like somebody messed up like the coding, so there is like a 212 story just black obelisk in the middle of Australia. 
Oh, she has some yeah, D&D shit right there. That. It's, it's just a building that's just massive. It's just a giant skyscraper. Yeah, like, there's a lot of, like, because people are pointing out, like, a lot of, uh, like, inconsistencies and stuff. Like, apparently Buckingham Palace is, ba- it basically just looks like a, like a shitty sports arena. <laughs> if um, I remember correctly, everything was, like, hyper-detailed in those games. Yeah, it's like, but the thing, like, I think the thing about it is, is, like, um, you know, people are paying attention to, like, the minor details. Like, when you're supposed to be, like, thousands of feet in the air, like, when you're thousands of feet in the air, like, the game looks great. But if you, like, slow down and fly, fly at a low altitude, that's when you can start pointing out, like, a lot more, you know. And I would my, say that's not what it's made the, for. Right, yeah. it's not. Like, yeah. you, you fly around, like, Los Angeles, and, like, a lot of the palm trees are just black squares. Wow. Or something like that, it, or I think is it like popping? Because I'm assuming that, like, obviously, distance, draw distances, and all that jazz, yeah. they would render at a lower scale because you're you're flying, and you're not. At, it's not meant to be hyper detailed. That right? Point. Isn't it, you're not supposed to play like GTA. Yeah. But at the same point, you would think they'd have a higher res asset for when you get closer. Something like even that, if yeah. it's like the so, same yeah. palm tree over and over again. Yeah. Or like um the the Roman Colosseum basically looks like a like a donut with like two apartment buildings in the middle. It's weird. I'd be very interested. Are there any landmarks that are really good? Um, because for a what game that's covered, from but, what I saw, not really. Like they didn't even get the Washington Monument right. Okay, so then it's just a, a it's the same level of quality for all landmarks, pretty much. Okay, it would be something if like only the U.S. monuments are, you know. High yeah. detail, but everything else is like crap. But I don't know. I mean, like I said, that game's meant, meant to be played. Was it thirty thousand feet in the air? Yeah, something you know. like that. But people, yeah. you know, like people were trying to play it like Grand Theft Auto. Like you know, you're flying like a couple hundred feet in the air and going like forty miles an hour and trying to cr- like you can't even crash, which upset me greatly. You mm. can't do an emergency landing. You probably could, but like you know, I'm expecting like you know. No, I know. To crash into a house or something and kill some people. Not really. Uh, also, apparently, the, the map data is, like, four years old. That was, like, something else people were complaining about. Like, this I, is old. I, the, like, the, like, some sports arena that was built a couple years ago. Like, that's not there. So you can tell this, this data is old. I'm like... You would know. think so. I mean, they would probably just... Especially when you're, when you're doing the entire world. Yeah. You're just going to grab the data at that point. And then move from there because everything changes too often. Exactly. I mean, hell, you go, you go in Google Maps, you're probably still looking at um, aerial screenshots from, like, 2008. Probably. Yeah, I remember because I looked up, like, just, I was bored. So I looked up, our, like, my house on Google yep. Maps. And, like, it's so old. Like, we used to have a tree out front. And the mm-hmm. tr- in the Google Maps, like, the tree is still there. Yeah, so when you zoom into Google Maps, it should say that image was taken in, like, 2000-whatever. Yeah, I think it was like 2009 or something. It was yeah. old. Was it in one of them also showing a pool in the back? <laughs> Have you guys ever had a pool? Yeah, like 20 years ago. Yeah, oh, shit. I vaguely remember that. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I think like we still had, like, my parents still had two cars. So, yeah. so we still had the van and the PT Cruiser in the driveway. So, yeah. Oh. But yeah, people were really ripping into the game. Like, this map data is old. It's like, I mean, I mean like, stuff gonna... changes. I don't know if they wanted like a live updating map. That'd be like that'd be too that'd much, be, I feel. 
I think you might be able to get around. Ugh, I hate to say that. I, like a procedurally generated type of deal. Yeah. Like where you have data that gets updated in like. Okay. I want to say, don't quote me on this. Apple Maps and Google Maps. They take um, the photo, like the satellite view mm-hmm. of the of aerial, obviously, like the, the top-down shot of, the, of land. Yeah. And they figure out where, har- where houses are and mm-hmm. then do a bump map from there. So you can get, like, that 3D flyover view and you see the buildings raised, how they're supposed to be raised. Right. That's all based off of, like, shadows and how much shadows they cast at this time of day. They could technically do something like that, but then you still get the same level of jank that you get with flyover normally. Where it's just superimposed image of what they think everything looks like. So okay. it, it wouldn't be any better, but at the same time, like that's a lot of work for Microsoft to just do and update constantly for for a, time. A flight for flight simulator, which I didn't and realize then, that there hadn't been a new flight simulator game since two thousand and six. Damn. It's like I knew there hadn't been one in a while, but I didn't think it was two thousand and six. Now, Joe, correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't the flight simulators more like a Windows release, not a Xbox-focused release? Uh, yeah. I don't believe there's actually any been flight simulators released on console. So then, this is this coming for console? I don't think so. I mean, I'll, okay. I'll look this up real quick. Because I want to say that was like a, a Microsoft thing, not an Xbox Microsoft yeah. thing. Because like, apparently, the, I understand we saw the game is massive. I, I mean, I believe it. I think there was like a like we're talking about like Call of Duty numbers right here. They're chunky updates and stuff. Apparently, there was like a like a ninety gig patch for Flight Simulator, like recently. When you're rendering the entire is, world, yeah, a lot of that is probably redownloading current assets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not not like um, the Assassin's Creed game. Which one was it? Yeah. Unity. Yeah, yeah, Unity. Where it was like, oh, hey, this game is like 65 gigs, but we got to come out with a 92 gig patch for it. Because it was just bad. Yeah. So there was a thing that, um, I forgot what they call it. There is a Delta updates, I think they're called. Okay. Where they only download the... Uh, <clears throat> The segments of the game that have been altered, or like the file or whatever that's been altered. Mm. So instead of it being the 90 gig patch, it's like 30 gigs because all they did was alter this one base and some of the models that would go with it. And they would only download that. I think for a time, Overwatch was doing that too. Mm. Like most Blizzard games do this, where they only download the files that are actually adjusted and then copy over them. But... Call of Duty, I don't know, man. Every time I feel like they're just going, "Hey, just wipe it from the from the system." Specifically on Xbox. It. Specifically on Xbox. Yeah, last time there was a um, there was an issue with one of the updates which required you to re-download shit like that. I remember. What's the new Call of Duty called? Is it Warzone? Warfare? I mean, sorry, that's the one that they're updating all the time, right? Yeah, well, it's it's Modern Warfare, the 2019 release, and Warzone is an offshoot of that. It's the free-to-play version. That's got, like, the Battle Royal and then Plunder. Okay, here we go. The last update... Actually, yesterday. The last patch for Call of Duty was... 
10 gigs on PS4, 14 on Xbox, and 11 on PC. It's not too bad. Wait, hold on. Still chunky. Free to play. Free to play was 11. Premium was 17.6. Oh, okay. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, might have been something I don't know, in, man. like the single player. Yeah, I'm looking at all these updates, and it's always just big, chunky updates. Yeah, and yet my install folder still says it's only 106. Hey, I mean, that's good. That means that they are wiping, you know, old segments out and replacing it. Hmm. Did you hear about, on a completely different topic, um, did you hear about Lab Zero Games, Joe? Yeah, I, re- I read the yeah. thing you posted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently a bunch of senior like people in, are leaving Lab Zero Games over something that Mike Z did. Well, I think he was supposed to leave, right? Yeah, I think like he was supposed to leave, and he's not leaving. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I read. Yeah. Like he's he, like they wanted him to step down, and he won't step down. And so people were like, "Okay, if you're not going to step you down, know- we're out." <laughs> so here's the thing: Lab Zero, their claim to fame is what Indivisible and Skull Girls. and Skull Girls. Yeah. Skull Girls probably more than Indivisible. Probably so. Yeah. Yep. Now, people leaving the studio. I just don't know. If these are key people that are leaving, like, are they the minds behind Skullgirls, or are they just kind of the guys who helped the guys with the creative idea for Skullgirls? I don't even think like the thing about it is I don't know if Lab Zero even owns the IP for Skullgirls anymore because I think it was like what Autumn I Games. Seeing, I, yeah, I remember seeing a thing that um, Autumn Games and something else is picking up development of Skullgirls for right now. Okay. I'm but... looking for it now, actually. Mm-mm. Oh, that's not. That's just the image. I literally start typing in Skull, Skull Girls and get Skull Girls fan fiction. Nope. 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 Hey, welcome back. Thanks. Um. Where is it? Okay. So the developer was Reverge Labs. Okay. Okay. So that means that they're just the producer develop. Uh, no. Yeah, they're just the publishers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then I don't care. <laughs> I don't care <laughs> if they're leaving. Then at that point, it means nothing for me. No, it just—it was just like it was all over Twitter because a bunch of like a bunch of people from Lab Zero Games, like they all like tweeted out their res- resignation. Yep. Because Mike Z just refused to quit, which he probably should have, because Mike Z isn't the greatest person. I mean, at this point, you might as well. Yeah. So this is what I mean, like, so Lab Zero doesn't actually develop anything. So who's leaving? Uh, let's right? see. If, if they're just publishing, then are we getting, like, I don't know, advertisers leaving? I don't, I don't know how this would really impact necessarily, like, a new game getting made. Uh... I mean, other than, other than the fact, I guess, if they own Indivisible... And I don't know, like I said, I was looking forward to this game, and then it, it just never came out, and then one day it was released, and then I forgot about it. I'm like looking at, I'm scrolling down on Twitter, I'm like looking at the, the statements that some of the workers who are resigning, who are leaving, I'm trying to like what they, who they are. I think a lot of art, okay. like a lot of artists, and like had art, art design people and stuff. Okay. So, was Indivisible the one that, um... 
Trigger, the one that had the the what, the what? animation for. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, maybe, maybe. Or was it Shantae? No, it was Shantae. Oh, okay. It was Shantae. Yeah. Indivisible. I, I, I thought you were gonna say it was Indivisible, the one that had the really bad switch port. I'm like, yes. Listen, I feel like everything gets a really bad switch port. Except for Witcher Three, apparently, which yeah. I still refuse to. I don't believe. believe it. I don't believe that at all. There's no part of me that believes that. No, no. No, like because in, the Indivisible switch port. Um, is it Gwent? Did Gwent get ported to the Switch and it works fine? Because <laughs> that's the only thing I can believe actually working no, good. Uh, Indivisible uh, was the one that, like, they released. They, I think they literally released it on the, the eShop. And then I think Lab Zero Games were like, yeah, we didn't know about that or something. And Oh, it was like a third party port? Yeah, it was weird. Oh. But. Mm, that's not good. I mean, I would. Like I said, I was looking forward to this game back, I think, what was it, 360 had it as a demo during maybe like a summer of arcade thing, I feel like. Okay. Or was it Xbox One? I can't remember. It was it was a w- way back in the day, though. And I, I just missed, gave I up on it. summer of arcade things. I mean, they still, both systems kind of do it. Because I know that they have like a, yeah, they just don't call it that, obviously, but they have like their indie sales and all that jazz. Okay. Think. Sony just had one, actually. Oh, that reminds me. I don't think we... I think I might have mentioned it on our last episode, but um, the the PlayStation, like, state of play thing that they had a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And they showed, like, this really good beat-em-up. I think it was, like... I, obviously, it's not Rivals of Ether. That's something completely, completely different. But it was this really cool, futuristic-looking beat-em-up where it looked, hype, it looked really hype. And then a bunch of people who worked on the game, like, yeah, the the company that is publishing it are like pieces of shit that don't pay their workers or something. <laughs> that's <laughs> so that's it's like, good. yeah, it's like the hype for it was just instantly gone. Mm. Uh, okay, here it is. Um, there was Temtem, no, but I sure not. Chess. I love Pokemon. I still don't get the hype over Temtem. Because people are like, oh, Temtem's going to be the new Pokemon. Oh, because it's Pokemon, but in an MMO-style thing. And like, Anne Must Die? Oh, yes, that power. one. Yeah, that that's the one. Nah, I don't give a crap about Temtem anyway. Yeah, no, that one looked looked, looked insane. It, um, Aaron, if you did you see the trailer for this one? For... Aeon Must Die. No, the, I didn't. As soon as I saw it, it reminded me of... Gruen Lagan, the fighter. Yep, yep, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, the guy kind of looks like um, Lord Genome, his mech. I'm like scrolling down. It's like all I'm seeing is a bunch of like DC related stuff. I mean, which is fine. We'll, we'll, man. Which is fine. We'll get to it in a second. On a really random note, and this isn't really like um, cause I, I don't like I said several times. I don't really talk like talking about wrestling on this podcast, but um. Joe, did you hear about uh, what WWE did for their events now? The uh, the, the TVs. Yeah, like for the yeah. crowd, because obviously they don't have like live crowds. Yeah. So they have like a bunch of like video fans or whatever. Um, yeah. Apparently, like somebody put up a video of a KKK member. Wow. That was oh. shown in the crowd, and the, like also they showed Chris Benoit. Nice. 
I saw a Are Pikachu. Are they trying to say oh, something? <laughs> What'd you say, Joe? I saw a Pikachu. Nice. Um, but yeah, that, I saw like a, a screenshot from the show last night, and like, yeah, one of the in in view of the TV camera, like somebody had like a video of Chris Benoit. Oh, something that I wanted to mention. So obviously, I've been playing Persona Five. I don't have the platinum yet, Nate. I already, I already saw, man. You're you're already there, almost there. <laughs> you're already almost there. <laughs> to be fair, the, the 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 trophies in Royal are significantly easier than in the main game or in the original game. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just glad I didn't have. To, I don't have to get the 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 Futaba one with the 250 lines of dialogue. It's out. It's not there anymore. It's not there anymore. No. Oh. Hmm. Wait, is Aaron frozen or I can't? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there, there we go. go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, fro yeah. you froze. You froze for was, a few seconds there. That was a bad still too. <laughs> it was because I, like, I was. <laughs> I was gonna be like, nah, he he just normal looks that dumb. But I wouldn't be. I wouldn't, I'm not gonna be that mean. <laughs> um. But yeah, I've been playing Persona, and I've been yep. doing the Persona fusions because I I really like the the fusion alarm thing that they added. Fusion you know alarm? what? Yeah. Have you gotten that far, Nate? I don't even know where I am anymore. <laughs> literally my my i was supposed to finish last of us before i did anything else okay i still haven't finished last of us okay so because th this isn't really a, it's not a spoiler at all but they added this thing called a fusion alarm mm -hmm. that basically like to put emphasis on you fusion fusing personas so you do some okay. battles in the metaverse and then all of a sudden like a red door the the velvet room door will appear but it's red and they're like, okay. oh, this is an alarm. And then basically you have a chance to like fuse, whether you like fuse personas or itemize them or put them on the gallows, they can be more powerful than they usually are. Okay. But if you do it multiple times, there's a higher chance of a fusion of a fusion accident. Oh. So lower or higher? Higher. Higher. Oh. Okay. So it's like if you if you use the if you use the if you fuse one, then they'll tell you like, "Hey, the the equipment's kind of finicky, so just be careful." Yeah. And then basically, if you do it again, then it's going to be an accident. Okay. So. But the accident's in your favor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's cool though, because like, especially like if you want to like itemize a persona, it's like you'll get a like a more powerful version of that item. It's pretty neat. Hmm. Once again, I'll have to just find some time to, to play a video game. That's the, the key word being time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is something that like me and Joe were talking about the other day. But um, I'm sure, like Joe, you could talk about this. The whole the thing about Punk, and Street Fighter. Oh. You want to talk about it? Um. Well. It's just that, like, there is a lot of bias and favoritism in the FGC, especially nowadays, where, long story short, Punk got salty and said a lot of things on Twitter 
Over, it was over an over an online tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And he was reprimanded by being put in losers at the next tournament he goes to. As to where other people that have done very similar things have been banned from tournaments and fired from their esports organization. For stuff that happened like two, three years ago and have already been settled. It was already dealt with. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, sponsors. Mm. Something that I wish we had, but not really. And then it just comes with a bunch of obligations. And then we got to put in like a, a, a like a 10, 15 second ad like every couple minutes or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah, but that's all done post. I mean, just do it after the fact. It's like this episode of the College Chiefs Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. It's not. <laughs> just for just for word for the wise, it's not. Just, for wish- warning, though, it would most likely, it, it has a high likelihood of if anyone sponsored us, it'd probably be that one. Yeah. Maybe that one, or was it Four Hymns? Is that the other one? Oh, the like the what was it that is that the underwear one? No, I think Four Hymns is the um, the hair loss one. I can't remember. The I don't remember either. But it's like oh, it's Manscaped, Bespoke Post. The yep. Hello oh, Fresh. Are we running bridges right now? Legends. No. Oh yeah. I would, <laughs> no. I would. No. No. Al. Al. We are a gaming podcast. I mean. I don't. No, <laughs> I would rather be sponsored by like Candy Crush or something. Would you though? Not really. Would you though? <laughs> this episode of the College Chiefs Podcast is brought to you by the mobile game WWE Champions. I hate oh, that game God. so much. <laughs> sponsored by Dark Side Phil. Now that I think about it, I think the Angry Joe uh, podcast, they do a lot of um, Manscaped. Yeah, I, yeah I, feel like, I feel like well, Manscaped is there. It's like... What I, was it? I, the uh, the mattress company, too. Um, well, not Purple. Was as well. It was... Um, Casper? Casper. Yep. Casper, yeah. They were hitting yep. up every every podcast. Yeah, they were. Remember, like, Joe, do you remember, like, the... like the Near the end of Excellent Adventures, they would have, like, a five-minute Casper ad at, like, the beginning of the episode? Yeah. Yeah. It's like great. I'm like cool. If you send me a mattress, I'm like great. Now I got to record this like five minute thing of me like bringing the mattress in, unfolding or unrolling it, putting it on my bed, realizing it doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, I, feel I didn't like... realize. Sorry, go what? ahead. I was gonna say. I I just... um... No, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't realize <laughs> that uh, Epic Games was still doing free games. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's something I could mention real quick. The um, the whole thing with with uh, Epic Games and Apple. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, Apple. What Apple doesn't have Fortnite on it, their, their app store anymore. Or no. Something? So here's the thing. I mean, I, I guess I'm the 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 mobile slash iOS guy. Yeah. Also the Fortnite uh, guy because you know people who play Fortnite. <laughs> oh, there's that too. Um, <laughs> the thing that's happening is Epic essentially did a over-the-air update that broke App Store rules, right? Mm-hmm. And, and one of the agreements when you become a, del- a developer for the App Store and any other App Store is you can't run in your own purchases in your app. There's exceptions to it, 
like if an Amazon, which is like a, a digital marketplace for physical goods. You can do that because they're processing the payment on their end and it's for a physical a physical good. Right. But anything that's a digital only good would have to be run through the app store. They take the thirty percent cut and and that's it. It's been like that way since the beginning of time. It's that on Xbox, it's that on uh on on PS4, it's that on everywhere. I think yep. even Steam has that same kind of a uh, deal. So what happened was um, the Fortnite launcher got updated so that there was a pass that was offered that you would run through the app straight to Epic to buy whatever the Fortnite money is. V-Bucks. The V-Bucks, I think. V-Bucks. Yeah. So as soon as that happened, it was a no-no. It got flagged and got taken down. Within, I think it was 10 minutes, they had a lawsuit ready. Yeah, they had that crap ready real quick. So it leads me to believe the Are entire reason for that? doing that update is to trigger the lawsuit. Right? It's, it's just, it's not like it's, it's oh, we have to take action because it was ready, like, just there. So what yeah, they that, want is... That was so quick. Yeah. Um, so Apple didn't just pull Fortnite. They pulled Epic's developer license. Right. Means, it's like... Like the Unreal yep. Engine or something? Yep. So Unreal Engine won't work on Mac OS, iOS, anything that's Apple related. Google did the same thing on their platform because Apple wasn't the only target for this. It was also Google. Right. Um, on Google platforms, though, you can, on Android, you can sideload. So technically, Fortnite, when it first launched, was sideloaded for um, Epic only. So you went and you sideloaded this app, you bypassed the App Store. All that. You can technically do it on iOS, but you would need a developer license. And you can do it through test flight, but you're limited to, I think, 10,000 testers. So that wouldn't work for them. Um, where is it going with this now? Either way, it's just, it's a whole mess, but they want to have their own store. They essentially want to bring an Epic Game Store <coughs> to iOS, to Google Play, run all the payments through there, and then take their 30% cut from whatever game is going to there. Hmm. It's just, it's 100% just Epic being greedy. And they're citing, oh, this is um, anti-competitive, and why do we need to pay them 30 bucks, or sorry, 30% off of the purchases that we do this, blah, blah. But they have no problem paying it to Sony or Microsoft for Xbox and PS4. Right. Because it's the same cut. They're stating that iOS is a general compute platform like Windows. So it should be able to do it because it's not like it's a game developer which only does gaming on their consoles. I mean, you guys know your PS4 or Xbox can be used for a multitude of things. You can use it for a streaming player. I mean, you can use it for technically remote desktop at some point. Yep. It's like, I think at one point, the PS4, PS3, PS3, PS3 had Linux, so you can actually run the desktop software on it. Yeah. Yep, I remember now, that. Not good, but you could. Yeah. So where's the, where's the argument there? It's just, I don't know. I just think Epic just needs to calm down and just pay the 30%. That's it. What will most likely happen, though, 
is that there will be a new policy change and either Apple will take less money, which is not likely, but they'll take less money or they'll do some kind of this, like the first percentage of them of this is free. So any app that's underneath that's under a dollar or any transaction that's under a dollar. Yeah. Developer gets a hundred percent and then they, they take 30% after the dollar. That's the that cut right now. They could technically go like over the course of a month, take your transactions and like the first 10,000 or something like that is essentially free, fee free. And then we take our cut after. I think when you use the Unreal Engine, the first million dollars in profit, does it doesn't get a cut of. Like you get the full million. And then That's after that, they take their cut. They could do something similar to that. I don't see it being a million because there's only so many like whales on the app store. Like you have Candy Crush, probably makes more than a million a year. This game that makes more than a million a year. So, right to get that, you know, a thirty percent cut of that after the first million, it would probably be like a smaller amount. I'm like I'm like skimming through random and topics, seeing if we missed anything before we we dive into the whole <laughs> the big DC. I mean, talk. listen. It's not like you guys have nothing to talk about when we go to the DC talk. It's it's only two things, right? I mean, I'm. I know, but Aaron's here, and <laughs> not good. <laughs> you mean Aaron's here and Nightwing's involved in one of them? Uh-huh. No, I'm kidding. It's fine. I can save it for another time. No, it's fine. Go ahead. So yeah, DC had their big fan their big fan event. Their dumbass fandom. Is that what it was actually I, called? It was, yeah, it was it was Fandome. Okay. It was. Cause I got that I got that mixed up because like Dota had an event called Thunderdome. I'm like, why is everybody calling their things Dome? Yeah, I don't know. They they had a virtual. Are, I guess they called Cheese Dome. Not really. Yeah, they had like everything in a virtual arena. They had Aisha Tyler semi hosting it in virtual reality. It was, it was it was. It didn't need to happen. They could have just done press release and just said, "Hey, here's WB Games' um, Arkham game. Hey, here's uh, Rocksteady's Arkham game, and that's it. Would have been fine." What, was it pa- what, was it better than like Comic Con at home or whatever they had? So I think Comic Con at home didn't try to. They didn't try as hard. Okay. So you let it like it was a pass. So like all their panels were this there's a video yeah. chat you know whatever yeah. dc's was a video chat with a dumb overlay like you're in some kind of um stadium somewhere hmm yeah and then there was the suicide squad panel which was i thought a train wreck aaron oh. what do you think um yeah kind of kind of was a train wreck I mean, it was it was literally. It was just, interesting to find out who everybody was playing, though. Once again, could have been a press release. They could have released mm-hmm. the tra- so they start all of these panels and end them all with like a trailer. So you can look up the video of the introduction of who everyone's playing, and it's like maybe five minutes at, at most. You're done. The rest of the trailer, the rest of the panel, was them playing a game, and like. It was like a DC, like a DC quiz show, and I, I don't care. Like I, I want more of the movie, if anything, and that's it. 
Well, to be honest with you, during the uh, Wonder Woman panel, they were playing werewolf with a, everybody. See? But, but, but why? But I felt like that was more so just like to kill times to, for other stuff to come up. And this is what I'm saying. I don't know. They, 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 they said it's a 24-hour event, right? And it was really like how were they shot themselves in the foot? We're like, this is a twenty-four hour event, but we need to fill time. We need to kill time with these but, random. But not even because it was like eight hours of content that they looped for the twenty-four hours. Like, no, they actually wait. Yes, hold on. It wait. Went, <laughs> it, wait, it started at one p.m. on Saturday, and last panel was Tom. I mean Matt Reeves with the Batman, and he was talking about that, and that was at like eight thirty. And then it restarted again. So I think they showed Amazing. it like three times. So, so, it, was like, so it, was like a, it was like an eight-hour event that they looped three times. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Yep. yep. I mean, I guess it covers all time zones. But once uh, don't, again. Don't get me wrong. Not all of it was bad, but there were some panels. It was just I should like s- the chemistry with you guys are off and or you guys are just doing stupid stuff to like kill time and whatnot. I mean, the fact that all this is pre-recorded mm-hmm. it's just, I, I mean it was oh. all awkward stuff. Like, I don't know, man. I only watched I only watched the suicide panel and part of I think it was the Batman panel. But I'm like, I just all I want, all I'm here for is the trailer, what the game is, and then maybe whatever behind the scenes thing because you don't want to give me a trailer. Right. And I got right. all that after the fact. So <laughs> as soon as they did the eight hours and they're like, all right, guys, here's a Snyder cut. And then I see the trailer. I go, this is, uh, this might be worse. This might be worse than, than the, the first movie. I hate no. to be who says that. <laughs> now, but before they, I say anything, though, Al, did you see, um, Harley's new look in the, for the new movie? No, I haven't seen it. So they're going back to her red and black <laughs> theme now, so she doesn't have the the cotton candy color in her hair anymore. Mm. Okay. Eh. I mean, Harley Quinn's always a, a chaotic, so they could just do it for now. Also, it might be... I mean, it doesn't really matter her look, really. It's going to be Harley Quinn being Harley Quinn. Yeah. You know, the the unpredictable one. But what we should talk about, because you guys can all join in on this one, is the... Did you guys see the WB Games Gotham Knights? I saw, like, bits and pieces of it. Okay, so they did a... They did the trailer, which showed that you're playing as one of the Bat family. So, Nightwing, Robin, Red Hood, Batgirl. Yep. Those are the ones that they've they've said. I'm 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 gonna say that that's the only characters that are gonna be in here is the four. So like, I said Batman be... is dead. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is supposedly. So what's interesting, right, is that WB Games, technically, what they do is like canon-ish. I don't know what this, the origins is technically canon, but it's not canon. Like, I don't know how to describe that better, but. Like, it, it's in the universe. But then Rocksteady also said that Suicide Squad is direct sequel to Arkham Knight. Which, 
Okay. Wait, did they really say that uh, it's a direct sequel to Arkham Knight? They said it's a direct sequel to Arkham Knight. Which, at the end of Arkham Knight, spoiler alert, we don't have the banner. Batman dies at a hundred. <laughs> when you do hundred percent the game, nice. he Boy, doesn't. He doesn't die. He just re- he just commits suicide. He fake kills himself pretty much. No, I think it's. I think it's a. So here's the thing. If I can't tell because I believe what was the code, Aaron? At the end of um, at the end of Arkham Knight, when you hundred percent the game, what was that code? It was code something. Martha. Martha was the code. Yeah, Martha was the code to activate. Yeah. No. That was the Nightfall protocol. Nightfall protocol. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, the Nightfall protocol was the. Batman kills himself and he's dead. Bruce Wayne's also dead. I think it was supposed to be because his identity I, gets outed, yeah. and they have to like you know. Oh, now that we know that Bruce Wayne is Batman, everyone tied to Bruce Wayne is, is is a target. But if we eliminate Bruce Wayne and Batman at the same time, people think that they're both gone. Okay, I guess we don't target anybody. But in the in Gotham Knights, it's a code black, right? And all the Bat family is notified that Bruce is dead, and it's their duty to take over, which should have gone without saying, I'm assuming. Am I, am I wrong? Like, they were going to do this anyways? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess it's, you know, we have to tie this up. Also, isn't Alfred also dead? According to the end of City? I mean, sorry, of Night? Uh, well, uh, Arkham Knights isn't um, and tied into the uh, other games. It, Knights and the other Arkham games have nothing to do with each other. They said the Suicide Squad, though, the game, I didn't hear about that being tied into the uh, old Arkham Yeah, the, the game director, during that very awkward um, talking to each other virtually, which are clearly in like, different areas... And they're like talk, looking at the cameras like this, like, yeah, so this thing that's happening, right? As he's <laughs> pretending that he can hear the other guy talking. It was, oh, it was so bad. No, you mean Will Arnett? It was so bad. Was it Will Arnett that did that? Yeah, it was Will sound weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Was, yes. A, a lot of the, no offense, I know they tried and everything, but a lot of the events that they had in the panels just seemed like really awkward. Like some of the actors or and actresses really didn't want to be there. I hundred percent think that too. There's also like, I don't know. We won't talk about the movie stuff, but Gotham Knights looks like it looks good. Like I, yeah. it looks good, but it looks like more like Arkham Knight, but with I'm the levels that they. I'm still what it actually is. Like I thought so it was Ar- like some sort of four player co op game, but then it isn't. No, it's so. Arkham Knight is, as far as we know right now, it's you can play the entire game single player through any one of the characters. So you can do, I think it's like Batgirl has her own storyline, or it might be you play through the whole game as Batgirl, you play through the whole game as Robin or Nightwing. But you can do a two-player co-op at any given time. So okay. you just assume one of the others with your... It's kind of like the... I don't want to say it, but like the Avengers kind of setup. So not like necessarily like that, but at any given time you can drop in with your personal Robin 
in that game. Okay. So like if I have a, a Robin that's like twenty level twenty three and Aaron's um playing Nightwing at seventy or whatever the, the Oh me play is. Nightwing, I'm playing Red Hood. I'm main in Red Hood. Get what the fuck out of here. You, you what the hell's wrong with you? I'm gonna play Alfred. As the guy who has the hat on saying that he's gonna play Red <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is Red Hood, don't you know? See the red? We're not colorblind, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, he's bringing back those memories. Okay, you can get. Yep. Um. So, yeah, no, it, it looks good. Um, I don't think it looks graphically like it looked like it was stuttery, but I know it's an alpha build. What's up? Did the faces look awkward to you? Because that's when I was like looking, I was like, huh. They would look awkward. His faces again. The uh, faces of the like characters and whatnot, and some of the costumes were kind of. I mean, I, 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 um, I was a nose. I, I might be spoiled become coming off of Arkham Knight. Like the suits and everything look really good and polished. And then we're going to Gotham Knights where everything's kind of like less. You know, I, I honestly mean? feel like they took these the exact same world and everything. Like they're just like, hey, can we just have all those assets from the other one and bring it here? Just just bring it over here. That's all they did. I mean. I think this game could have been made by Rocksteady on, like, a B-team just using the same stuff they had before. Because how much did you play, Al and, and Joe, of, like, Arkham Knight? I didn't play any. Um, I, I, think, I, play, I think I played very little of it. Don't, I, I think I have it. Okay. So I'm pretty it sure that there is... It was on sale this past weekend. So Arkham Knight came out full game you play as batman there are some missions where you had help from like a nightwing or like a batgirl or something like that i've played 46 minutes of it huh all right that that's not enough then that's <laughs> probably not enough but um there was dlc that came after like um a full batgirl um story arc i yeah, believe I'm, you played as batgirl for the entire thing yeah so, it was like a prequel which featured um before her her and Robin. Broken. Yeah, before her back got broken. Mm -hmm. Which is also not canon now, because I don't think she was Batgirl again in Arkham Knight. Mm. She was Oracle in, in, in Gotham Knight, I thought. No, she was Oracle in the first two Batmans, and then... Her back was Because you, you could do combo challenge, uh, yeah, combat challenges with her throughout uh, Arkham but Knight, though. But like um, Joe was saying, I think she was introduced as a prequel story, or you know, you said it as a prequel story. So even if the yeah, I did do there, all the DLC for Arkham Knight. Either way, I, my opinion, it looks good. But yeah, Nate, I posted it in the uh, random chat. You see the difference between the costume a little bit? Other than his mask being part of the suit. No, like the deep. Well. Hold on, let me see. Uh, doesn't matter. I mean, I don't know, man. Nightwing costumes. I, don't, I had a problem with the combo that they had in the trailer, where his um, his sticks were flying in the air by themselves, yeah. and then he he grabs he, them. He had like um, uh, what? He had like a a Doctor Doom molecular field style thing. Yep, and I was like, I don't. I don't. I don't get behind this. <laughs> so wait a minute. He almost like cap shield. He it was just like going all over the place, and then he caught no, him. No, it again. was 
it was like a whirlwind of sticks, which I can understand if maybe he's spinning, but yeah, all but he did was land. They were moving by themselves. They were moving by themselves, and then he grabs him at the end, and he looks up at the camera. Yeah. It, it was, it was kind of dumb. Not going to lie. But I can watch the trailer again. I'm fine with my Red Hood Gunkata um, thing yeah. the entire time. I also saw, like, during the trailer, he has, like, a white streak of hair on top of his head. Who? Um, Jason. Yeah, Jason Todd looks weird. Not gonna lie. His face just looks weird. But the whole time you're gonna, he's gonna be in the hood, so I don't care. I mean, yeah, some way. of the faces kind of look weird. And, like, I'm not complaining, complaining about it. It's just the art style is just weird. I'll play it. I don't think I'll get a day one, though. I need to. I need to like know what this game is. Yeah. More. Mm-hmm. Like just, especially with like the the levels. Like it's, it's odd. I know that they, they also said that you can play every level, fitting your play style, which I think just means assault, stealth, or like tactical. I don't know. That's that's the only. That's the only other way I can think of. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. But um, Suicide Squad. That trailer was amazing. Yeah, it, it looks good. Didn't tell me anything, though. Told me that, hey, King Shark's in this one. Yeah, we can only speculate on how it's going to play. Isn't John I, Cena in that movie? Yeah, John oh, Cena's in the movie. Yeah. In As the movie, Peacemaker. Which he said was douchebag uh, Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I think Idris Elba's playing uh, Bloodsport, and he's yes. in jail for shooting Superman. How do you shoot Superman? Kryptonite bullet, I guess. Uh, a bullet that emits red solar radiation? I don't know. I was going to say, you just, you just have to pick the right situation. Sun bullets. <laughs> I feel like it's it's like, how can you do it without kryptonite? Um, oh, you can shoot him with a magic blit. A weird solar flare, lunar eclipse, and a railgun. Oh, wait, a magical bullet. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Just simplify it. it. Yeah, Just magic simplify. bullet. Magic bullet. Nanomachine. <sighs> Didn't they have something like that? Um, no. I'm thinking about something else. I'm thinking. I think I'm thinking about Mezo. Never mind. Speaking of uh, the game that we're comparing these two games to, uh, next week will be the early access for Avengers. So. Okay. But, I thought yeah. It was already Avengers early access or whatever it was. No, the beta. I'm talking about early access for pre-orders. Pre-orders get to play oh. it on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, people oh. who haven't get to play it next Friday. Joe, does that sound like we played a beta or that we played early access? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, it sounds like we played early access, and they mm-hmm. they they, cli- they classify it as a beta, aka a demo. Just saying. Well, how much time. of the beta have you played? I mean, I played the beta, and I still am getting anthem vibes from this game, so I'm good. <laughs> Well, Tony very much plays like a javelin. Like, you cannot convince me otherwise. It's the glitchiness of playing with more than just yourself. It's 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 uh, not good. It's not good. I am fighting as Black Widow 
and all of a sudden I'm in the middle of the air punching somebody and he goes, oh shit, that, that enemy's already dead. And then they just disappear and I fall. Like break <laughs> oh, just, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That could be an internet issue playing between mm. the people you're grouped mm. up with. No, because listen, same issues happen in Anthem and still probably happens to this day. I forgot no. Anthem still exists. So they weren't they supposed to fix that up eventually? So, friend of the show, you know, Ricky, has said that there was a big patch that came out recently that supposedly fixes a lot of stuff. I asked him, "Hey, did you play this?" I don't think he has. So, this might just be. I should try it. I should take one for the team, and try it out. But they're supposedly adding another javelin or another two javelins or something like that. And redoing everything. Oh. So, I mean, if if what they say is even half true, as long as it's free, I will come back. If it's paid, I mean... Keep your distance. They could, here's the thing. They could pull a Destiny, right? And just do an expansion. Paid expansion that gets you the year two version of the game. The 2.0 version of the game. So if it's 40, it's a harder pill to swallow, but 40 would be reasonable for the amount of work they've done. For someone, though, who has, like, I think it was their Legionnaire Edition, which is the higher tier copy of the game. Yeah. I feel like should just get it. It should just happen. They should, yes. But... I know, but it's it's also EA tied, so it's not going to happen. Right. I forgot it's an EA game. Yep, yep. Every time I think they they might do the right thing, I go, oh wait, but it's EA behind them. Oh. Yeah. Did you guys know that apparently the lead behind Dragon Age left um back in like I think it was Dragon Age Origins, they left and went to Ubisoft? I think I read something about that a while ago. So he was supposed to go make a game that was Dragon Age like for Ubisoft and Ubisoft said no and then like just kept him under the contract for I don't know was it two years something like that and then let him go so he couldn't do anything I was so they're just pissed. like hey come work for us and then yeah they, just, so they poached him and then and did they, nothing with him and he just did nothing for his entire contract yep it's like when Microsoft bought Rare <laughs> <laughs> oh man that that, that oh. cuts. That cuts. Hey Nate, uh, do you remember them ever saying that if you, when you get the PS5 or <clears throat> the Xbox One X, does the uh, Avengers games actually get upgraded to PS5 version of it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I wanted to make I sure I was right about that. They already also. said it, or they said it was going to be a supported patch, which means that just scales up to PS5. That's all. Also, Joe? Also, I want to rant about something real quick. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. Joe's soapbox. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, people are getting very upset about... Um, there, there was a thing posted on Twitter that people started getting really upset about because it was... Um, I, I, I don't know what it was, but it was like the, the cut-in to Thor, and he was getting ready to do the, the big Thunder Ground Pound thing. And it was, and everything slowed down, and it, a button prompt came up on the screen, but they didn't press it. They just let it go, and it slowly ran in, and then just 
stopped entirely with like no sound, no nothing, and just sat there because you're meant to press the button, but he never pressed the button. People are getting pissed at this. And Spider-Man did the exact same fucking thing. And that game has been ludicrous. Ridic- yeah, I can't even talk right. Ridicule? It has been ludicrously appraised as being like one of the best fucking Marvel games out because there. Because it is. Because it yeah. is. <laughs> I, I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing that at all. But they're, they're getting pissed about this thing that has been done before. Many yep. times. It's mm-hmm. like just now they're realizing it because someone managed to put their controller down and shovel food into their mouths or some shit. So it's funny that um, in Last of Us, right? I think it's I think no one who listens to this is going to care that I'm spoiling anything, but <laughs> it's not necessarily a spoiler. Oh. There's a scene that is in I want to say like fifty like fifty percent into the game where you find this person that you need to get information out of. Right, it ends up being the beginning of a torture scene that you don't see. It's like it happens off camera, but it begins with you know you hitting the melee button. Essentially, you could just sit there and see if the game just continues without you doing it, but it's not going to. It's just going to be, you know, a shot of Ellie essentially going, "Should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do this?" Until you finally just you know hit the button, and then she just unloads her rage. But that game has done it. God of War 3 at the end when you're beating up um, Zeus you have to do oh, it yeah. then God of War th- in 3 in the beginning when you're beating up um, Poseidon oh you're talking about the I can't remember. button mashing quick time events so I think when, you, when you're killing Poseidon in the beginning of God of War 3 you beat the crap out of him and you have to do the, the prompts like it doesn't give you choice not to. What we're talking about specifically is a quick time event, but there's no fail state. Uh, okay. Where it's just waiting okay. for you to do the thing, but if you don't do the thing, everything stops. Okay, okay. You're saying cinematic stop. There's no, like, idle animation. It's just, it's oh, just we're at the end of this stop. clip. Yeah. We're at the end of the stop clip. Stop the presses. Everything stops. He has to press the button. You know what game did this perfectly? Metal Gear Solid 3. Uh, I'm not... Listen, that uh, is not because it's a bad game. That uh, is because it's Metal Gear. Just in general, because <laughs> Hideo clearly knows what he's doing. Mm. But still, like... I don't know, man. I, I remember in Spider-Man, like, if he didn't do the uh, timed events like that, there was actually consequences to it. Well, do you remember the... Joe, I don't know if the... I'm assuming it had a fail event. Metal Gear 4, the microwave hallway. Yeah. That, that Did one, you, I, I, I actually, I've never seen the fail state to that if it has one. Because I know that at one point, you're literally going down this long hallway for like 10 minutes. And you're just hitting X, just trying to get down there. Yep. And you can see your life bar slowly drain. Mm-hmm. And then your, is like an endurance bar. Slowly drain. Your, your, your psyche drains, and then yep. your health bar starts draining. And everything is just at zero. But you're just pushing through because you're Snake, and you're the fucking man. Yep. And then... But I don't know if I ever stopped to see if I could actually die in that scene. I never did either. I don't know if there's actually a fail state to that. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I want to know, but I, I can't play it. <laughs> yeah. Because that's well, a PS3 only. 
What Spider-Man game was it? I think it was on Xbox where it had a quick time event where like somebody's like tied to a bomb in a burning building. Oh, the meme. And like I think that's Spider-Man 3. And like you swing in it, but if you don't hit the button, he just he just, he literally just splats on the floor, and the and, and then like, I'm going to die, and then, and then the building blows the up. Of the, of the screen, just... It might be Spider-Man three or Spider-Man two. It's either two or three. I know that much. I think yeah. I think it was on like was it, it a standalone game or was it the movie the game? It was a standalone game. Okay. Because I was I, I think that was around that two. That was around that weird time where it was like you'd have your Spider-Man game and then you'd have your Spider-Man movie game. Mm. And they lived in like mm-hmm. the same universe, but they weren't. It was just, yeah. Those are the those were. I don't like to think about those days. There was one Spider-Man <laughs> game that had no floor. Do you remember that one? It was all yeah, rooftops. That was on the Nintendo sixty-four. I remember. Yeah, that. That, I know what you're talking about. The one from the cartoon. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I played that one. You, you couldn't touch the floor. It was just the abyss. If you went any lower than the building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the game. I luckily found out the code to get the black suit. I was like, "Huh, I wonder if this is gonna work." Aaron, next next Spider Man, not Morales, but next Spider Man, you hundred percent black suit Spider Man's in that one. Mm-hmm. Just uh, spoiler alert: at the end of uh, Spider Man PS4. Yeah, was it Harry's in the symbiote? Tank. Uh, yeah, he's in the tank, and the tank is green, and it has the symbiote inside of it. Yep. So I wonder which origin they're going with. Their own, because Insomniac in the, knows what they're doing. Because in the Ultimate Universe, the uh, symbiote was made, and main continuity, it was, you know, a Clintar yeah. or whatever it's called. I honestly, I honestly think Marvel went, hey, guys, just do your own thing. Clearly, you know what you're doing. Just do your own thing. Yeah, but, yeah, but just you're do doing your own a good thing. job. I I can't complain yeah. at all. What we need yeah. is carnage. We'll get that in the movie. I, I can I can get behind that, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I I just don't know. I mean, I feel like that game could go, can get pretty dark. So you can you can go full carnage. Mm. Yeah, I think or you some might say carnage. Maximum carnage. Oh. <laughs> oh. Or one, absolute one dad, carnage. A one dad joke. A <laughs> one dad joke. I don't know absolute car- carnage. I don't, I don't know that one. Hmm. Oh, so you don't know about the, you know, who that's coming in December? The whole thing with Null? No. Oh, okay, gotcha. Is Another the, time, the, then. Is it the flower guy from the Batman? No, movie? no, no is like the progenitor of the symbiotes or oh, the yeah, Quintar. No. Yeah, there was some weird flower guy that was happening in Batman at some point. And I was just like, I can't, I can't be on this. Oh, you're talking about Mister Bloom or whatever his name is? <laughs> yeah, some, something dumb like that. I just uh, back when oh Batman's like, dead like, and Jim Gordon's like in those, the um, robot suit. Yeah, it's like one of those like condiment king type of things. I just I understand that it could be more. But it just seemed like I was—I just I can't get behind this. Well, all Batman's villains are just allegories for different types of for, uh, phobias or metaphors. Some of them double dip into different ones. I mean, some people but... do. You're right. Some people do have a fear of of, of ketchup. <laughs> it, I'm I'm not even. It sounds like I'm making a joke. Oh shit! But I there is one. Yeah. That was Condiment King. Off, huh? 
Crazy Quilt. Calendar Man. Oh, wait, no. That's Cal it. Yeah, Polka Calendar Man is one of them. Polka Dot Man. <laughs> Who's also in Suicide Squad, the movie? Yeah. What about the Dog Painter or whatever the fuck he's called? Also, can someone <laughs> answer me? <laughs> whose villain that? is the Weasel? Or whose hero goes with the Weasel as a villain? Uh, I, I like literally was like, they the pulled out their ass. Cow they had chicken? to have. They had to have pulled the this person out of their ass. Yeah. I don't know. I am Weasel. Oh, god damn it. <sighs> I am Baboon. I am Weasel was better than freaking Dial M for Monkey, at least. Yeah, you're right. I'm looking this up, by the way. Uh, so on a really random note, I'm, I'm scrolling down Event Hub, right? And there's a headline saying that Wan Fu was originally planned for Samurai Showdown's base roster, but was but was was ah, but was switched with Shiki when SNK realized that there are too many old bald men. Mm-hmm. I just read that. <laughs> All right then. And I'm like, okay. Well, at least it wasn't a, a quote that was like, "Ladies sell better than men." I mean, essentially yeah. that quote says the I same mean, thing. I mean, yeah. Samurai Shodan has a what's her name that maid. That's a bird. Yeah. Whatever her name was. I that sounds like that. the most anime thing. By the it, way, it, it, it is. It is yeah. like it's it's a it's a maid with huge tracts of land. <laughs> yes. Um and yeah. I didn't have to make the joke that time. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a Joe joke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the rest of you have seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail, have you? No. No, because I have good taste in movies. Oh, man. <laughs> I will come down that. there right now and strangle you. Man, I didn't go there. Ooh. Oh, wait. Hey, Nate. <laughs> hey. I said Weasel first appeared in... Uh, Is it a pair? As being part of the Rose Gallery of Firestorm. Firestorm? That's a deep pull. That's a deep yeah. pull. Yeah. Wow. All right. Wait, does that... Okay. Oh, whoa, whoa. That also means that... They're... Are they going to say that Firestorm's a, a, a thing? No. No. I can't do this, guys. <laughs> Firestorm. I just... I don't know. We don't even have much... I, 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 I don't know why... Firestorm would have a weasel, wear weasel, whatever you want to call them for. Uh, I I don't. My brain. Did Firestorm hurts. even have its own? Is that like, the Nexonic transformation? <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently he did. Huh. I know that there's multiple Firestorms. Or gotta, sorry, multiple. Gotta collect the seven crazy gems. To Firestone. <laughs> Firestorm. I just can't, man. That's like Wonder Twins stuff. I just can't. That reminds me. I was I was like, I was scrolling through Twitter the other day, and I remember I came across the freaking image that like Ed Boon posted like April Fool's Day, like a couple years ago, when he was teasing the Wonder Twins for injustice. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Listen, I can get behind that. I'd be fine with it. Give the one twins a it's a tag team combo or it's just literally like you can you can throw a bucket of water at them or like freeze the floor, you know, weather effects because that's the only thing the Yeah, we got can the do. We got the ninja turtles though. Oh. Do we see we don't have a beast boy, do we? 
Mm-mm. I don't think so, no. I think they said Beast Boy died in the Injustice continuity. Don't Yeah, but Injustice don't take, doesn't, uh, doesn't take that for absolute, though. Doesn't mean anything, because they're, they're handling yeah. multiple universes. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything. I mean, Injustice 1 was hold, was handling multiple universes. Injustice 2 was more focused on the the fixed Injustice universe, right? Yeah, right now I think they're doing Injustice Year Zero, which is the prequel, and the JSA is there. So I don't know what they're doing for the third game. The lore continuity, is, is, especially in fighting games, is non-existent. No, don't tell Aaron that, because Aaron, I'm pretty sure you, you memorized the Guilty Gear lore like Kingdom Hearts. He's not denying it. Time for me to hit that old dusty trail. Because there was definitely... Because there was definitely like three hours worth of of story in Mm -hmm. each Guilty Gear game that I want to say only a fourth of us have ever listened to. Mm -hmm. Wait, hold on. Looking down at Aaron. (laughs) I, I only get the story... The little segments of story that's that just sequence between the next fight. I remember stuff bits and pieces and stuff like that from Guilty Gear and whatnot. And the only reason why I know about Holy Order Soul uh, is because it's Soul Bad Guy. That's it. That's mm-hmm. the only reason why. Huh. And also and Soul all the was yeah, Soul was actually Frederick, and he was I think if I remember right, one of the people that. Did the whole thing with the gears and stuff like that. He was one of the people that started that whole yep. thing. So I want to throw this in real, uh, just real quick before we start wrapping up. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to start playing Dragon Ball Fighters now that they added Master Roshi. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was in the last pass, which I don't think I bought that last pass. So I think I literally said it on the podcast. I'm like, if they add Master Roshi to Dragon Ball Fighters, I'll play it. Mm. So. Uh, there was one other thing. My freaking Slack would open. Uh, the newest Borderlands Three DLC was. Released. Yeah, I was just. Yep, that's that's what I was just about to say. They actually have a trailer for it. I'm kind of excited because it's Krieg. I mean, that was the teaser we got. T-shirt. Teaser. Teaser. Oh, I thought you said T-shirt. But yeah, it, it deals with going inside Krieg's head, and we get to see all all the yeah, crazy sights. It's not playable, there. Krieg, though. I don't think so, no. Which is yeah. very, very upsetting. But this is kind of a good. Movie. I don't think they're letting anybody go back and play play any of the previous characters. Unfortunately, no, nah. I did play the um, the pre sequel. How how was it? Did you what'd you think of it? It was okay. I think Cash it was fun. Mm, kind of. Uh, you, can, you can under it kind of gives you an understanding of why Jack did what he did. So I feel like that's like the general consensus about that pre sequel was like it's not necessarily a bad game, but it just seemed more like a cash grab. Mm. Yeah. The cat the pre sequel was definitely a cash grab, hundred percent. Or it was a uh, remnants of the scrapped Borderlands Three. Okay. I feel like they might have had the characters like, you know, these were the scrapped characters from previous Borderlands, 
and they got something working yeah. with those characters. Yeah, was it like? Yeah, how, that's right. Pre-sequel does feel like it's a bunch of scrapped ideas they threw together. Was it like how mm-hmm. Saints Four was? I don't know. Hey, but I have to let you go. Um, I gotta that's let fine. Head out. That's fine. See ya. See ya. Later. No, like, Joe, you know how, like, Saints Row 4, right? Because wasn't it, like, oh, like, Saints Row 4 was supposed to be a DLC for 3? Yeah. Yeah. No, wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, that's yeah. how it was, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it was supposed to be another DLC for 3, but then they're like, we have enough stuff here where we can make it yeah. into a whole other game. It was supposed to be Enter the Dominatrix. That's right. That was the name of it. Yep. So... But yeah, Saints Row 4. Fun for like 20 minutes. Yeah. You got everything the game had to offer within the first two hours. Yep. Because like, like once you upgraded your abilities, you didn't have to get in the car. Nope. You didn't have to like, get, like, because there are like the car delivery ones where it's like you could just, you literally just use your superpowers to push said car to where you needed it to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, before we wrap up. So, yeah, I want to talk about Persona for a couple minutes, mostly with Aaron, because, Joe, you haven't played it. But, hey, Aaron, what did you think of the, the third semester? Because you beat it, right? Yeah, I beat it. What did you think of the, the third semester? Oh, yeah, the final little bit before the game ended? Yeah. I actually think in its totality, it probably had the best villain and probably the best narrative of the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Because, like, when he was like, will you accept my reality? I had to think about it. (laughs) Because it's like, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. It's just the methods he's going about it is wrong. Yeah. You're you're granting everybody's heart's desire instead of them actually reaching out and trying to strive after it themselves. Right. Yeah, it's like they say. It's like every villain is either was a hero or is the hero of their own story. Right. Um, so, it was good. like I said, it, it's, he's probably, I'm not going to spoil who it is, he's probably the best villain in the game. Yeah. Kamashita being the runner up as best and worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I like I've I've played through Persona five a lot. Mm-hmm. And that, that whole that whole Kamashita arc, it still makes me uncomfortable. Yep. Um yeah, DC, now, Doug- I- DC Douglas did a great job voicing mm-hmm. that character. Uh, also, I was going to say, well, Al, what was your worst palace or worst person you had to fight? Boss. Um, what? Which one I di- like, didn't like anyway, or which one I hated to fight? Hated the fight. Probably Shido. Yeah, yeah. Just because, like, he, he has so many, he has, like, different forms. Yeah, his whole palace was just, can I... Is it time to leave now? Can I leave? The, the mice. Are we done yet? The mice. Mm-hmm. The, the, we... the rat puzzles. Yeah. But at least, hey, and Royal, at least you can eat cheese. Mm-hmm. 
Madarame was actually pretty good, but I have a bias because my favorite character is uh, Yosuke. Yusuke? One of my yeah, Yusuke. Yeah, Yosuke's in four. Yeah, Yusuke. Also, yeah, like right. getting back to the, the talk about the, the third semester, what did you think of Akechi in the? Because I, I, I I've seen a lot of people where they're like, this is why this character is so great. Like, no, I fucking hated him. He was a good like <laughs> inverse reflection of Joker, and I like how they kind of redeemed Akechi a little bit at, in the third semester, even though sadly. The events turned out the way it did, but I can't actually see him. Things would have worked out differently. Him and Joker actually being friends. Yeah, yeah. And then um, what? What it like? Okay, let me run, run this by you real quick. What is your favorite Showtime attack? Oh, probably the last one you get between um, Joker and um, what was her name? Violet. Violet. Yeah. That one was really good. Yo, clearly, runner, runner clearly the right answer is Yusuke and Ryuji's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one was really good. Too. The, the beef, the beef ball shop. I showed that one mm-hmm. to Joe because, yep, a touch of red. I was just like, yo, dude, that's too much. Because you know, Ryuji loves the the was it pickled ginger? I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just find it funny because like um, when you fight a catchy. At near the end of Shido's Palace, I actually KO'd. I actually KO'd him with that Showtime attack. <laughs> nice. And like he, and then like you beat him with it, and then he's and he's like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> nice. But uh, they didn't do anything with Joker and On, did they? For a Showtime attack? Yeah. No. The only Showtime attacks Joker gets is one with Crow and one with Violet. Right. Um. I didn't realize this, but um, the the free DLC thing w- that you can download for Royal is actually really good because mm-hmm. you basically You're talking get... about with the cards. No, oh maybe it was like you know like they had that free DLC thing for Royal yeah. where basically mm-hmm. it gives you all the DLC from original five. Yeah, like whether you bought it or not, mm-hmm. which is pretty oh, nice. Pretty so I got like yeah. I finally got all like the the Persona. One, two, three, four costumes and the and the music, the Catherine nice. outfits. Um, nice. Also, I downloaded the 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 free. Uh, well, yeah, it was free. The personas. Mm-hmm. And I got pissed because it, it messed up my freaking fusion. Because I was trying to fuse stuff for the 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 confidant with the twins. Right. And it's like, oh, you you fuse this with this to get this. But because I downloaded the DLC, it's like, oh, it doesn't work that way anymore. Wow. So. Hmm. I was like, okay. But you just got one. Tsukiyomi uh, Picaro was one of my favorites. I what are those? Using. What are the? What's the difference between the the normal one and the Picaro one? Is it just uh, color? I think, no, it's stats. I think the Picaro ones, I think, have more uh, MA to them, which I think would be their magic attack. Yeah. Your, okay. Okay. Because I was wondering about that. I'm like, what's the difference between this and the Picaro, other than the color? Yeah. Joe, well, who's your favorite persona, and why is it Mara? <laughs> I I don't know a lot of them, because I don't play Persona. You're missing out, though. Yeah. Well, I just got finished clearly, playing in Persona 4 like a month ago. Clearly, it's Mara. 
who is the worst persona in the game. <laughs> Mara's the the giant green dick. Yeah. In the chariot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway, I think on that note we can start wrapping this up. Uh, let's see. You guys got anything you want to throw in real quick? Nope, I'm uh, good. How's your PSO two been? Talking to me. Talking to Aaron. Talk to Aaron. Okay. Oh yeah, I haven't played it. I've been uh, so funny. Uh, funny thing is, you haven't played PSO two. No. Joe is like obsessed with that game. Are, are you sick? Are you no. delusional? No. Did you I run out been... of? Did you run out of things to feed your mag with? <laughs> so pretty much after after I beat Persona four, I went through. I beat Spider Man PS four on the hardest difficulty. Uh, did the DLCs too and everything, and some of those fights. God, I hate the guys with the jetpacks. Um, I platinum that, and yesterday, well, Sunday, I decided to jump up and buy um, Return to Arkham that comes with uh, Arkham Asylum and uh, Arkham City. Yep. So I went through the story on easy, got all the Riddler trophies and the Easter eggs and stuff like that, and I'm going through it on hard. So I'm almost uh, done with Asylum, and then I'll move on to City. Huh. You know, something to kill time until Avengers comes out Tuesday. Yeah, Joe has been playing a lot of PSO. <laughs> yeah, I've been addicted to that since I came to Steam. That like does that is that Persona event still going on? Yeah. Okay. It goes on until the ninth, I think. Persona event in PSO yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. There's and- a lot of like Persona items. Yeah, and, they have a collaboration event with Persona. Going it's pretty, on it's pretty sick. Not gonna lie. Can, yeah, you can get costumes, hair, music, posters, fucking accessories, the whole nine yards. Yep. From Personas three, four, and five, and dancing all night. Oh yeah, that's another game I haven't um, played in a long time. The the dancing. DDR, yeah, the DDR um, Persona games. I mm. man, I I want to like that game but like I, I played the demo and i'm like man i suck <laughs> Do, uh, doa 6 is on my list of trying to get platinum 2 eventually i i got all the achievements for that yeah because you play more all, way more often is than it, i do what, isn't like the trophy slash achievement was basically similar to that in five um if i remember correctly that's yeah, very similar to five and okay. they're not none of them are really that difficult to get either it's not like oh reach like a plus rank right no, no. Uh, like, I, would, I, think, I wouldn't have that. I'm still B plus. Uh, yeah, I think most of them are just like, hey, play 100 rank matches, win yeah. 20, and then win 50. Yep, those are yeah. like the most outstanding ones. Okay. Yeah, and then it's what the survival I gotta do. I gotta do the whole hit somebody with a three piece combo after canceling a break uh, blow or something like that. And then there's the, all the combo challenges, which might be difficult because characters like Elliot and Lisa exist. Yeah. Actually, I could boot up right now and see which ones I'm missing. Uh, let's see. Well, we're wrapping up the podcast, so. Okay. Oh, another thing real quick, Aaron. Um, did mm-hmm. you platinum Persona 5 Royal? No, I didn't. Okay, because I'm still wondering. Because I'm, I've almost platinumed it, but like one of the one of the trophies is to win the lottery, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow. I'm like, 
Okay, how do I? It's like I'm pretty sure they just mean win some because like there's like scratch cards you can buy, and I'm pretty sure they just went me. I hope they just mean win that, win something off of that, because I'm like if you have to like you have to win the lottery. I'm like that's. Mm. Anyway, so yeah. On that note, I'm pretty sure we can start wrapping this up because we've been going for a while. Hmm. Um, so yeah, be sure to subscribe to the channel. You can watch all of our previous episodes in video form or follow us on Anchor, anchor.fm forward slash college dash cheese. You can find all of our edited audio versions if that is your preference. Um, Joe's got a channel. Yep. I just uploaded another a new clip set this morning. So yeah, be sure to subscribe to that his channel. Check that out. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> he's there. Yeah, yep, like, I'm here. Yeah, I mean, here right? almost every Tuesday, almost. Yeah, whenever, basically whenever we have the podcast. But yeah, so yeah, until next week, I'm Al. I'm Joe. I'm Aaron. And Nate was here. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see you hopefully next week with episode 163. So yeah, uh, bye. Bye. Later. <laughs>